When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to the podcast. In this, our third and final part of a three-part series, we will wrap up our review on antepartum or prenatal care. The third trimester of pregnancy begins at 28 weeks. Rh-negative women should be given Rogam or anti-D immune globulin at 28 weeks. The patient may decline administration if the paternity is certain and the father of the baby is known to be Rh-negative. An Rh-negative woman should receive Rogam if any of the following occur, an ectopic pregnancy or a molar pregnancy, an abortion, whether it's threatened, spontaneous, or elective induced, after any invasive procedure like amniocentesis or chorionic villi sampling, or if the possibility of a fetal maternal hemorrhage exists like after a placental abruption or abdominal trauma, or if they deliver a baby who is known to be Rh-positive. Now let's cover screening for Group B Streptococcus, which is also known as Strep agalactiae. According to the CDC and ACOG, all pregnant women should be screened at 35 to 37 weeks gestation for vaginal rectal GBS colonization. Intravenous antibiotics, with penicillin being the drug of choice, should be given to all pregnant women identified as GBS carriers at the time of labor or rupture of membranes. Colonization during a previous pregnancy is not an indication for intrapartum prophylaxis in a subsequent pregnancy unless she again is known to be GBS positive by culture. Women with GBS isolated from the urine in any concentration during that index pregnancy or who have had a previous infant with GBS infection should receive intrapartum prophylaxis and do not need to be screened. For patients presenting with unknown GBS colonization, like those who have not had prenatal care, who have an anticipated premature delivery at less than 37 weeks, who have rupture of membranes greater than 18 hours, or a maternal temperature of greater than 100.4, should be considered to be at risk for GBS and should be given intrapartum prophylaxis. Again, those are the risk factors of who gets intrapartum prophylaxis if a GBS culture was not done at 35 to 37 weeks. All right, we'll have a separate podcast devoted to group B streptococcus in pregnancy at another time. Now, let's wrap up this podcast with a quick review on the ACOG update regarding immunizations in pregnancy. In September of 2017, the American College of OBGYN released a committee opinion number 718, which was an update on immunization and pregnancy regarding tetanus, diphtheria, and the pertussis vaccine. According to the college, the overwhelming majority of morbidity and mortality attributable to pertussis infection occur in infants who are three months of age and younger. Infants do not begin their own vaccine series against pertussis until about two months of age. This leaves a window of significant vulnerability for newborns, many of whom contract serious pertussis infections from family members and caregivers, especially their mothers or older siblings or both. 
In 2013, the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices published its updated recommendation that a dose of tetanus toxoid, reduced diphtheria toxoid, and acellular pertussis, or Tdap, should be administered during each pregnancy irrespective of the prior history of receiving Tdap. The recommended timing for maternal Tdap vaccination is between 27 weeks and 36 weeks to maximize the maternal antibody response and passive antibody transfer and levels in the newborn vaccination as early as possible in the 27 to 36 weeks of gestation window is recommended. However, the Tdap vaccine may be safely given at any time during pregnancy if needed for wound management, pertussis outbreak, or other extenuating circumstances. There is no evidence of adverse fetal effects from vaccinating pregnant women with a vaccine that is inactivated virus or bacterial vaccine or toxoid and a growing body of robust data demonstrating safety of such use. Lastly, adolescents and adult family members and caregivers who previously have not received Tdap vaccine and who have or anticipate having close contact with an infant younger than 12 months should receive a single dose of Tdap to protect against pertussis. Well, that wraps up our final part, part three, of our prenatal care slash antepartum management for routine obstetrics. We'll see you next time.